Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of our Good Morning Eastville podcast. My name is Molly Quartzen, and I'm the city's communications officer. Today, we are joined by our HR and risk manager, Maricela Mejia, and we're also joined by our HR and risk management analyst, Jaylee Torres. So thank you guys both so much for being here. I'm so excited. I want to start with having you guys do a little bit of intros and backgrounds on yourselves. So if you kind of want to talk about maybe like where you went to school, what's your background, have you worked at previous cities, and then maybe talk a little bit about what you do here at Eastville. So I'll start with Maricela. Okay. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm Maricela. I'm the city's HR manager. Um, I have been with the city now a little over seven years, and prior to that, I was actually working with the city of Norco. Um, I went to school at Cal Poly Pomona, and I was actually an accounting major. So I switched careers kind of midway through. Um, and then I also went to get my master's program from University of Redlands in organizational leadership. Awesome. Jaylee? Hi, everyone. I'm Jaylee. I went to school at Cal State San Bernardino, where I majored in business management. And that's where I got my start into HR. I was their um, student assistant, and that's kind of where I started to develop an HR in the public sector. And then for the last few years, I've been um, in the private sector, and I recently started at Eastville. So. Well, we're so happy to have you here at the city now, and I'm so glad you guys are both here. Thank you for joining. I know it was last minute, but I really appreciate you guys <laughs> being so accommodating. We're excited um, to be here. Good. I'm glad. So I know that you guys do so many things in your department, and I know you deal with, like, payroll and you're doing the hiring and you're having like, you know, the benefits and the risk management. Um, and I do want to touch a little bit on those things, but I also really want to talk about the organizational development side of things and what you guys do. So maybe Maricela, can you kind of start by talking about what are some like initiatives and different things that we do for like organizational development at the city? Sure. So um, when you think organizational development, a lot of people think like the fluff and like the fun stuff, but really it's about making sure that we're equipping our team and our organization to move towards our strategic initiatives and to make sure that we're we're nimble because we're constantly moving. Eastvale is all about change. If you look at our development, we're constantly on the rise. So um, our, t our job really is to make sure that our team is equipped to handle those types of changes. So a few of the things that we do is we actually have a strength-based and organizational development coach that is accessible to all levels of the organization. So he can coach with interns, he can coach with executives, and everything in between. And the objective is really to get the team to understand their, their strengths and their talents and why they were hand-selected to be a part of the Eastvale team. And he helps them with their professional development, with also it kind of ties into their, their personal lives and how they can bring the best version of themselves to the city so that we can meet those strategic initiatives. So that's one of the, the things that we do. In addition to that, we have um, an internal leadership academy that we started just last year. It was a really, I think it was very successful. Um, we had all of the executive team members uh, put on a presentation in their area of expertise. And in addition to that, we had Jim come and provide a few different uh, classes that were really based on you know, building the employees' uh, public speaking knowledge and you know, how to deal with adversity in the workplace and things of that nature to help them to move on to different levels of the organization. So that was a really great um, initiative that we had. And then we also have the Employee Recognition Committee. 
So that's more of the fluff, <laughs> but it's really, it's so important because it really helps the team to feel valued and appreciated. And we celebrate those little wins. We celebrate when somebody's bringing a child into the world. We celebrate when somebody finishes their degree or, you know, decides to pursue something different. So all of that combined really helps the team to feel valued and appreciated and really helps with that, with that engagement. Well, I love two of the things that you touched on, like with the Employee Recognition Committee, the ERC, because we do really celebrate like even the teeny tiny wins. Like we, every single time it's someone's birthday, we all get an email. And so I feel like <laughs> every single morning, it's like, happy birthday, so-and-so. Um, but also it's like, you know, this person has been here for one year, two years, three years. And I feel like that's just, you know, I really enjoy those things because I feel like one, it's cool to know who has been here for a long time, mm -hmm. who's just sort of getting their start, but also to just see like, wow, this person's only been here one year and they've done, you know, so, so many much. things or even like, wow, this person has so much institutional knowledge, like I should go to them and ask them questions. So I feel like it brings knowledge, but it's also just nice. And I know when I got my little like one year email that I had been there, I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, I finally <laughs> get like my email. It's my time to shine. So it's always exciting. But I like that you also talked about having like Jim Yule as our strengths coach, because when I got a promotion later or earlier last year, um, Mark, my director, he had me do like uh, training with him because I was going to start supervising someone and I was kind of nervous about it. But Jim really talked to me about like knowing my strengths and how that's important, but also how to like support people in their strengths. Mm -hmm. Because the person that works with me a lot, like we are very different and we have literally completely opposite strengths. Like her top five strengths are literally in my bottom five and like vice versa for her. <laughs> so it's funny, but it's actually really awesome because I feel like it helps us balance each other out. But just knowing how like how can I really support her and how can she support me? And I feel like we've become such a good team in a short time because, you know, Jim walked me through like, okay, just because someone's different from you doesn't mean you have to like bash heads. <laughs> like you yes. really use that to your strength. So, yeah. and I love really that awesome. because it's really, it builds on, it builds on the relationship and it, it helps you to be able to know how to deal with people that are different than you. Um, sometimes you're like, well, if only people were more like me, it'd be so much easier. <laughs> yeah. right? But when you really start looking at the strengths-based you, you realize how much value there is in, that, in the differences that everybody brings. If Jaylee was exactly the same <laughs> as me, there would be no diversity of yeah. thought. And we, would, we wouldn't have the awesome ideas that we have right now. It, it builds on each other and you get to learn how to work with a variety of people. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. It's good to have someone who's so different. And at first, I was like, I hope we get someone just like me. <laughs> you know, can I just clone myself? Yes, I was like, please be another Molly. But honestly, like having someone so different is awesome. And she is very high in like the relationship strengths. And that is like for sure not my my high strength. And her top strength is like empathy and like connectedness and harmony. And so I feel like to me, I'm like, okay, I know that. I want to like make sure I can be those things and like help her. So it pushes me to grow too, because mm -hmm. to me, harmony is like zero and like empathy, <laughs> like so low, you know, cause it's just not my natural like instinct, I guess, but it's been, I feel like it has pushed both of us. So I want to kind of transition over to Jaylee. And can you talk about, I know you're saying like sometimes organizational development seems like fluff, but can you talk about Jaylee, like why is organizational development so important? It's not just like, you know, something made up. So you kind of touched on it. You said growth. So. Mm -hmm. At the city of Eastville, we're obviously hiring the best, but in order to take our talent and continue to make them the best, like you have to be willing to be better and to grow. And so the organizational programs that we have set up really challenge our team and, and kind of put them in vulnerable situations where they can get better and continue to be the best. And then you also see it from an employee perspective when 
you feel like your your team supports you and cares about you as a person, you're more likely to really be engaged in your work and want to work harder. Like we're going to get the best results from our team mm -hmm. when when they feel valued. Yeah. It's the little things like the emails and and really developing our team. Well, I think that people too will say that you know, again, like that stuff is sort of like made up or it's mm -hmm. fluff, but people will say, you know, someone is like leaving like bad leadership. They're not like leaving the organization or the job. And I think that is so true because there's a lot of times where people are like doing maybe something that's like their dream job or it's like, obviously we all applied for this job. It's a job that we wanted. And so now what's really about is the organization or like the culture of it. And so having healthy culture and like organizational development opportunities is so important. And aren't both of you in like a leadership program right now? Yes. We are. Yes. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, do you want to talk about it? Well, one of the things that really stuck out to me with Jim is that he says, like, even the best athletes have coaches. And so, like, we're hiring the best talent, but we still need that coach. We still need someone to push us and kind of help us grow and develop. And so I think we're learning a lot of really great things at the training. Start with heart. Oh, and yes. Jim will probably <laughs> touch on that in, in his episode. But, um, you know, it's, it's incredible to think that employees are so disengaged now. I think it's almost up to 70% of U.S. employees are actively disengaged. And so these little things that we're doing, they might not seem that impactful, but they really have such a huge impact on the lives of our employees. Because the, the challenge is you don't just leave the workplace and it ends there, right? A lot of times when you're not happy, you carry that stuff with you. You carry it home and you take it out in your loved one's and that's 100% not what we want. We're trying to look at the employee as, as a holistic person, not just the employee at work, but also at home. And how are we impacting, whether positively or negatively, um, when they go home? So all of these little things that we're doing, um, it might seem like fluff to some, but it's really, it's backed by science and it's it's important for the organization to keep their their talent happy and productive. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not in the program with you guys, but I know that Jacob's also in it and he's been giving me the books. <laughs> I'm trying to be a cheater, but he, you know, I just like to read and we always will kind of like exchange books yeah. that we like. And so he's like, you know, we've been reading these in the program. I feel like you should read them. Yeah. And so I did. And I just like, you know how they're talking a lot about just like what's the motive behind what you're yes. doing like mm -hmm. is it just for rewards are you just trying to you know like get ahead or are you really just trying to like help the organization help the community and help the people and my number one strength is significance and so it's all about like i i need to find significance in the work that i'm doing and how is this helping the people how is this helping the community and so i feel like reading that book it was helpful for me too because sometimes i do get caught up in the like Oh, I'm trying to do it for a reward, you know, and it's easy to do that of like you're you're getting caught up and you want the paycheck or you want the recognition or you want, you know, just to like have your ego, you know, boosted. But just kind of going back to what are we really doing this for and what's really your motive? I feel like it helps ground you a lot. So hopefully I'll take the program for real, but I'm enjoying reading the books. But it's those moments, too, that you really like stop and reflect. That's when you grow and, and really develop and you're like, OK, let me switch gears right now. Mm hmm. And we may be bringing that program to Eastville. Just <laughs> oh, sneak peek. Okay, okay. Well, everyone look out for that. So I kind of want to shift gears a little bit and talk about like the hiring process, which is I know something that's a really big part of your job is like recruiting, um, and it's developing the talent before they or after they get here. But you know, before we need to bring people in. And so I do want to talk about and hear from you guys what is like your experience on the on the inside, but I also want to talk a little bit about my experience of like coming into the city because I feel like I have some type of like, 
I had a great experience. I really did, but just like some funny things that happened. And so I, when I was in college, I was interning at a different city. Um, and then I had just graduated. I started working at this other city and like, seriously, the very first day I was at the city, like it's like 10 in the morning, I get an email about my interview for Eastville. Oh, wow. Like the very first day I'm at this other city. <laughs> but I think I'm bringing this up because a lot of times people will say that they're like, oh, I applied to the city job a week ago and I haven't heard anything. But they don't understand that process is like so long. So I had applied for this job, you know, such a long time ago, but it's it's a very in-depth process. And a lot of people in the community, I'll be at events and they're like, how do I get a job at the city? And, you know, like, I want to start working at the city ASAP, but it's like, it's the recruitments are seriously months. Um, so as I started interviewing, I had to do like multiple different interviews and you were on my first panel. Yeah. I remember it was like you and Stephanie and Jessica. Um, and then I like had to do a skills test and I, I, w I didn't even tell my other employers about it because I was like, you know, there's really no chance I'm gonna get it. Like I, I just thought there was no place, no way in the world I would get it. And then from my last interview, I showed up like super early. So I was like, okay, I'll go to East Brew and get some coffee. And they were interviewing the people before me. <laughs> and I like walk in and I make like direct eye contact with Mark. And they're like interviewing this person. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is it more weird if I just leave? Is it more weird if I stay? I don't know what to do because I was already in line. Yeah. And I was like, if I just get out of line, I think that's weird. If I stay, it seems kind of weird. So I'm just going to stay. So I'm like ordering my coffee. But all this to say, it's the recruitments are a long time um and so i want you guys to talk about that but i just want to say that i appreciate it because that makes me know that we're not just hiring like anybody <laughs> off the street it's not just like some random person like trying to get in here um so can you guys talk about now from your side of like the recruitment process is long but what is going on on your side of things sure we definitely want to make sure that we're giving applicants enough time to apply and kind of give us like a fair chance to apply and get the job posted and then after we usually review minimum qualifications and we do get a heavy amount of applicants applying to our role. So we're having to screen through everyone's and make sure that we're holding everyone to the same standard. So I think that's what kind of takes long, right? That's, that's a big part of it. I would also say um, there's a lot of pre-planning that, that happens even before we, we advertise a position. So. When we're looking at a position, we want to make sure that we have a good understanding of what the department needs. Um, because they might say that they want a communication specialist, but really the level that they need is a communications officer, right? So we want to make sure that we fully understand what they need so that we can actually budget for the right position. And then once it's budgeted and we're ready to, to start actually sourcing applicants, what we do is we go and we chat with the department and we ask, okay, what are some of the big things that this person's gonna be working for or working on? What are some of the things that you want them to accomplish? What are some of the problems that you want them to solve? So that we can tailor our brochure and our marketing to that person individually. Um, we wanna make sure that we're, we're handpicking people that are gonna solve those problems for the organization that are gonna come and add value. So then we actually advertise it. Usually it's three to four weeks that we advertise a position. And then that's when we're really looking through and trying to make sure that we're holding those, those candidates to the same standards across the board because we don't want to discriminate against anybody. <laughs> um, and then comes the fun part. Then we actually schedule the interviews. We get to meet with the candidates. I still remember exactly what you were wearing for your Aww. interview. I still remember your interview it was awesome. Um, but you get to see all of these people who are so excited, who have so much to offer, and 
then it's really making sure, okay, does this person meet the criteria? Are they going to be able to come in and solve these problems? Do they fit the, the culture of the organization? Do, would they be able to work with the others in the organization and be successful? Um, how would we feel about them interacting with council or interacting with the community? Are they going to be able to, to handle the pressure of representing Eastvale? Um, we've had several people tell us that, you know, it's we've built such a strong team and it's because we are able to hand select some of these folks that we're able to get this amazing talent. Um, and then the interview process, we usually do two interviews. The first one is really to get a good sense of, do you meet the technical qualifications and, and are you a fit culturally? The second one is a lot more interesting. Um, that one's a lot more of a conversation. We want to get to know that person. We want to get to know their likes, their dislikes, um, how they tick. And we also want to lay out expectations for the position because one of the things that I would hate to do is pull somebody from an already great position and then they get on board and they're like, oh, I didn't know that this is what I signed up for. Yeah, this isn't what I thought yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I would hate to do that. So we set out expectations. We give them opportunities to really engage with their potential team and see if it's really what they want. And once we're once we're ready, we start negotiations. So yeah, no, I mean, like you were saying, it is a long process. I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, all of us went through it because we worked <laughs> for the city. But I had to do the first interview, and then I had to do a skills test also. And so, like when I came in, I was like, just so I just remember being so nervous, you know. And I was like sitting in this little office, and I had to do like a press release and like respond to a like council member email and like do some posts. I don't even know, um, but it was just a lot of things and. And then I had to come in for that final interview to do more of the like conversational. And I knew going into it, like obviously I saw the person before me. So I saw like how old they were, but I knew going into it that, you know, there's such a wide range of people applying. I knew there was people that were gonna be older than me. And so I just felt like there was no way in the world. And, you know, I think you guys had told me like, oh, you'll hear from us in like a week. And it really took that whole week. And I thought, well, if it was me, they would have called me like immediately and, um, but again, it just speaks to like the process of you're taking it very seriously. And I think that's why our team is so strong. It's, it's not just like flippant decisions, um, but also again, going back to the organizational like fit of things. I remember asking Mark when they hired me, like, can you just like, you know, why did you guys choose me? Not that I wasn't so excited and not that I didn't feel qualified, but I just knew there was a big applicant pool. And he just said, like organizationally, you know, and culturally, we felt like you could fit sort of the dynamic of the team. So I feel like that is such a big thing is like fitting with the team. Yeah, like how but, long you've been here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So now I hire here. people to stay. Yes, I know. And I feel like, you know, obviously the city is very young and mm -hmm. pretty new. But so we don't have anyone that's like 30 years in because the city isn't even close to that old. Mm -hmm. But I do see a lot of people staying here for like the long term and seeing like the growth opportunities. And I think for me, it's it's appealing because the city is growing so fast. And I feel like, OK, I can grow here long term. I can grow with the city. Mm -hmm. It's not a city that's super set in its ways. It's not a city that's like, oh, well, we've always done it this way. You know, we've been doing this for a hundred years. It's like, <laughs> again, we're, we just started. Yeah. So really whatever direction we want the city to go in is sort of what we can do. And I feel like that is so appealing. I so. think it's cool too, because you kind of get to have ownership over the process, you know, like we're owning how the city has developed. And so I think that's why we're so protective of the culture. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, absolutely. And that's one of the biggest, um, reasons why people are attracted to coming to Eastvale is because they know like when you go to a city that's a hundred years old and super established, you get to do this yeah. and this is, this is yes. it. 
Whereas here, sometimes it can be a little stressful, but you get to put your hands on so many different areas of the organization and you get to learn so much and develop yourself and you get to build these amazing relationships. So it's it's not often that you get to fit all of City Hall in a council chamber mm -hmm. to meet mm -hmm. um, once a month, which is really exciting. And as you get into those larger organizations, it's harder to maintain those relationships. So I think that's one of the big attractants for City of Eastville. Mm -hmm. When I stepped into my role, I remember that the person that was like in my role before had been gone for like six months or something. And I was like so overwhelmed. I was talking to someone like, oh my gosh, everything is just kind of a mess. It's so up in the air. Like, I don't know what the department is supposed to be. And someone gave me really good advice and was like, the department is whatever you want it to be, really. Because like one, it's kind of just you. And then also, you know, again, we're so new. So whatever you want the department to be is what it can be. And I was like, okay, well, I think we should start a podcast. And here we are. Or I was like, oh, I think we should do this or take this out or change this. And I feel like a lot of people have that flexibility of, you know, we're trying to do what's best for the residents, but we have the ability to, you know, have this like large range. And like you're saying, sometimes it's just a small little pool that you can deal with, but we are like, you know, in like a lake, just getting to kind of do whatever <laughs> we want to do in there. So I do appreciate that. But the last question I want to ask you guys, again, I say this on every podcast, but it's really the whole driving force of the podcast. Um, there's a lot of like misconceptions in government. I think a lot of people don't know what we're doing in the day to day. And so I just wanted to give you guys an opportunity to talk about what does a day to day look like for you? What are maybe some common misconceptions that you feel like you've seen or faced? Anything that you sort of want to say to the community now is your opportunity. So one of the biggest misconceptions I think people have of HR is that we're the principal's office. <laughs> we're the I bad guys like that. in the organization. Yeah. And I think when you do, when you, when you see human resources in the light that it's supposed to be, we're, we're a resource. We're really here to help and to support and to encourage that growth. Now we, we can be the bad guys when we need to be. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's times when, you know, we need to, we need to help with discipline and we need to help with other not so fun areas of the organization, making sure that we're staying in compliance and things of that nature. But really, I feel like when you start looking at the organization from the people standpoint and looking at the organization of we're here to help, mm -hmm. it completely changes the dynamic. And I would say that HR is one of those areas where there's never, um, you're never going to have the same day over and over again. There's always so much variety in what we do because we, we oversee so many different areas, including risk. And so I don't think that there's a day to day. I think there's there's fires that need to be put out. There's workers comp claims. There's, um, you know, somebody needs a salary survey to make sure that we're being competitive. Somebody needs a recruitment done. Like there's such a variety of, of things in the area that we focus on. So I don't know that there's a, a regular day to day, but we're really here to help. Yeah, and there's days that are like super crazy, but I think the ultimate thing that we're here to do is like to support and make sure that people are doing their job safely and that they come to work and they're happy at work and they get to go home and be happy. I think that's the biggest yeah. thing. Like you mentioned, like we don't want people to take their negative work environment home with them. We want positivity all around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. And I think sometimes I feel even guilty of like the principal office mentality <laughs> because sometimes I see you walking by Marisol and I'm like, oh my gosh, is it me? Like, what did I do? I'm like racking my brain. And then you're just like, oh, I wanted to say good morning. And I'm like, okay. Like, I think, I think that's just an automatic like response of you're not you're the so nervous. Yes. I know yeah. a lot of people will say that. I'm like, I just see you guys walking by and I'm scared for no reason. <laughs> it's like when you see a cop on the road and you're not doing anything wrong, but you're just like scared. <laughs> so, um, I feel like I definitely am guilty of that, but 
I can say you guys are really good about keeping like the culture and the organization like so healthy and happy and I think we're going to have a lot of people that are there for a long time. So. I hope so. Okay. I want to do one more thing with you guys. Okay. I don't know if you've seen this or heard about this, but I want to do like a rapid fire like questionnaire. Okay. Okay. I know I didn't tell you guys this, but <laughs> but maybe I didn't know if other people told you. So it's really simple, like fun, get some of you questions. So I'll say the question, then we'll have like you answer it, and then we'll have you go right after. Okay. 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 Let's do this. Easy questions. Chick-fil-A or In-N-Out? In-N-Out. Chick-fil-A. You're like the first Chick-fil-A person. Oh my god. I don't know we can Chick be friends I've been a really big Chick-fil-A kick recently. I love Chick-fil-A. I think people sleep on it. Okay. <laughs> Eek Vale or Miracle on Citrus Street? Mm, Eek Vale. Miracle on Citrus Street. Okay. Would you rather sit in the Costco gas line on a Sunday or sit in the Dutch Bros coffee line? Neither. Neither? Pass. Pass. Okay. <laughs> Dutch Bros. At least Dutch. I'm going to get some coffee. <laughs> That's how I feel too. Would you rather take a walk in the August heat or the January winds? Ooh, that one's rough. Probably the winds. August. Just put my shades on. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> We're like the opposite today. <laughs> no, you guys really are. Okay, favorite place to eat in Eastville? Probably um, East Brew. Their food is so good. I know, their avocado so toast. Good. Yes. Groundbreaking. Bushfire. Bushfire, okay, I like bushfire too. Favorite thing about the city? About like the organization or just the city? Just the city as a whole. Um, just how clean it is all the time. It's always just so clean. I agree. Yeah. I love that I can go to Target on my lunch breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For anyone who doesn't know, City Hall is like right next to Target. It's like in a shopping center. So you can come see us at City Hall and then like do your errands. Okay, very last question. Your favorite interaction or memory while working for the city? Hmm. Jeez. So I had um, prior leadership, but I had been hoping and praying for this promotion. And unfortunately, prior to the, the promotion actually taking place, I had had to have a very vulnerable conversation with our city manager. And so he calls me into his office and I swear, I thought I was either gonna get fired or I, I didn't know, I thought yeah. I was gonna be fired because yeah. I was very vulnerable with yeah. him and I didn't know how he felt about it. But he walks me into his office and Angelica, the prior HR director, was in there. My supervisor was in there and the city manager was there. I'm like, oh and no. So I was like, oh this my god, it. this is it. Like this is I'm gonna I'm gonna pack my bags. <laughs> um, but he actually he came in and he was he was telling me, you know, I was really disappointed about that conversation and unfortunately we're gonna have to let you go. And so I was completely shocked and I was like, you know, I'm so sorry. I apologize. Like that was yeah. not my intention. I was really just trying to, you know, be honest and forthcoming. And he's like, I'm just kidding. We're actually promoting oh. you. Oh. I, I would have been crying. I don't like that. So HR. I was like, what do you mean? And then I ended up getting employee of the year oh. for that interaction. So That's so sweet. It was really cool. That is so awesome. I would have been like so upset at first, but then I was like, yeah, it worked out. Yeah, we stopped messing with the whole, hey, you're getting fired yeah. bit, but it was yeah. definitely one of those like stories that you just never forget. Yeah, you're like, as an HR person, let's not do that joke <laughs> anymore. Let's just skip over that. So I actually did the filming for Public Works um, video, oh, and that right. was actually a lot of fun. We got to go to Peer Bar and try their little food area, so that was really fun. This is good to know. I'm gonna start forcing you to make videos. <laughs> Every time I need to film people, they're like, no. Yeah, they're like, I'm denied. like, can you get on the podcast? They're like, no. I'm like, what about City of the City? They're like, absolutely not. 
I'm gonna start reaching out to you. So give me more time for a better outfit. Yeah, that's all I ask. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you both so much for being on the podcast. It's been so much fun. Such a pleasure. Our first all girls like group. Ooh, I love um, and thank you to everyone who's tuned in today. We appreciate it. We hope you keep tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.